Uh, if you have nothing to start with, I do. Uh, I, I do have something, but it doesn't have to be the starter. So. This is the drop dead day for Major League Baseball to reach agreement. Yes, unless it's Tuesday. Tomorrow. And yeah, then they, right. yeah it's, a, it's all BS. They're trying to, uh, you know what? The, the bad thing is, though, Manfred doesn't care if they lose 30 games. He'd rather not pay them. And, you know, all he's worried about is more playoff games because that's what the money, uh, the TV money is I, tied to. Oh. Uh, but the other thing is the player, players have to uh, be more realistic. They're than, really misreading the public, Patrick. Yeah, there's well, no hue and, and cry for this. No, and the other thing is there's nothing they can do to get the Falvies of the world who have all these analytics to to give six-year contracts to 32-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Those days, the ship has sailed. Mm-hmm. The, the Albert Pujols, as great as he is, getting a 10-year contract for ungodly millions at age 32 is over they're not going to do that anymore and uh and you can't convince the play the, the players think those guys are getting getting screwed and that they're not because the, it's the economy it, well it's not the economy it's that they lose production you know they're they get to be 35 and they're fossils and you're still paying them 25 million a year so that you're at your prime at about 27 Clarky Griffith always what said, he said 25 to 28 yep. is uh, when you're at your best. Mm-hmm. Now, that was before the vitamins came along there mm-hmm. in the uh, 90s and 2000s. And I heard Buster over the weekend. I, it was a podcast I was listening to, and he basically said the same thing you are, saying the owners aren't going to give a damn if they – and this is – I'm paraphrasing, but he said yeah. the owners aren't going to care if they lose Gates in April because kids are in school and – People don't take their family to ball games anyway, and the players are the ones that are going to get bit. Right I know away. a lot of young people in my family circle who play baseball. Yes. They're involved in athletics. I have not heard a peep of any one of them. No, and you look, you see where it's displayed on websites and uh, newspapers and stuff. It's on page eight. Ah, they're going to meet. Well, plus it's so silly. I think we made a little progress today. No, we went backwards today, man. Yeah, it was yeah. really hot. Nobody knows what the hell's going on. It's, no. uh, it's, uh, you know what though? I'm getting on the bandwagon. Three balls, two strikes. No. I'm getting on the bandwagon. Is it just because you want this? I want to get going. Let's get her going. I want to get going. I got to get What's a, three, two? I got, Lowering the count. Four balls, instead three, of four balls, he wants three. Three oh. balls. So you got to swing the bat, and you got to throw strikes. Right? Okay. Put the ball in play. That We got to get the ball in play, Rook. Plus. You're taking out one of the most elemental... Yes, you're changing the game Foundations yes, of the game. Yes, you are. You The, the record book stops... Right. The day you do that. Yeah, you're Anything right. that happened before that is a different era. It stops. But, you know, I'm old. I can't stay up that late. Come on, let's go here. <laughs> I that's, we got we gotta get this damn thing done in two and a half hours. Come on, let's let's go here. Uh Greg Maddox, by the way, you mentioned the three ball count. Greg Maddox had a three ball count, I think just over three hundred times in his career. 177 of them were intentional walks. And that's because we didn't have the Fox box. That's true. To show us. He was still pretty damn good. He was pretty damn good, (laughs) but he also got four inches on the outside corner his whole career. He uh, did. And if he didn't, Bobby Cox got thrown out of the game. So uh, (laughs) anyway, yeah, I mean, they they don't. You know who should file a Clax action lawsuit? All these cities that built baseball these spring training facilities 
Yes. And, and yeah. They, they, now this is like three Taxpayers of Fort Myers are on the hook. Yes, this is three years in a row. Mm-hmm. Fort Myers that, has two of them. Two, mm-hmm. Yes, they got two of them. Yeah. Everybody else in Florida and Arizona, they should sue these. They should sue MLB and their the teams they built these stadiums for, for millions. Now, they're all independently operated? Is that how it works? Or does a team own the facility? No, the cities usually own them. The, cities the city does, them. okay. But the, they, they have leases to... The leases must say you're, you have to have played with so many games there that year or something, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Got to be a reason they spent all that money. They should sue the living crap out of them. Here, I found it. Greg Maddox faced 20,421 batters in his career. Only 310 of those ever reached a 3-0 count. And of those 310, 177 were intentional walks. Wow. Wow. That yeah. is, that's that, pretty amazing. That's impressive. Yeah. Yes, and uh, plus he loved to play golf. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> he was in a hurry. If it was a day game, he thought he could get nine holes. Did you ever see that video of him going undercover, by the way? I think it was Chris Bryant the year after the Cubs won the World Series, and Bryant was doing some promotional video for Nike or whoever's apparel he was endorsing at the time. And they said, hey, uh, we're going to do some video of you at this Arizona complex or whatever. And the uh, groundskeeper over here, he wants to throw to you. And it's Maddox dressed yeah, up as yeah. a groundskeeper yeah. guy. He's like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Just zipping him in there. It was pretty good. Yeah. That is. Uh, that's that is. There's a, the famous golf story is, though, that Maddox, Smoltz, and Glavin always play golf together. And they're flying back from the West Coast. They've been gone for 16 days. And and Maddox says, hey, I got us a tea time tomorrow at the Atlantic Country Club or something like that at, at Eleven o'clock, and Smoltz said, "Nah, I can't. I got. It. I haven't seen my family in two weeks, sixteen right? days. I got the kids." He says, "Bleep the family. This is golf." Come on. <laughs> See, he was a he was a crude guy. He came off as the most boring guy ever. He was a, a extremely crude. Who's the guy fella. who couldn't throw to first? John Lester. That's Lester. Lester. I, I fired him. Retired. No, you, would, you were going to fine him. Fine him two hundred fifty thousand dollars <laughs> every time he tried to throw the first. He uh, he uh, retired. Good. He yeah, should. Yeah, he did. He was retire. a good pitcher. Okay. He, no, you can't throw the first. You're not good at anything. <laughs> no. Anyway, a pox on both their houses. Okay. A pox on both. Uh, now you are you now willing to share this. with the public? Now I was listening to Tom Reed's broadcast the other day when I was in the vehicle mm-hmm. on, the, on the radio broadcast of the uh, Wild, mm-hmm. and we the guy he was with they were recalling the era of playing without a helmet. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I forget that Tom Reed and all these guys played without never, a helmet. And I'm wondering, mm-hmm. did you play without a helmet? No. All even from your youth group, they'd already yep. by the yep. by the what? They were prehistoric. Yeah. They weren't. They wouldn't have offered much protection. Mm-hmm. But we, yeah, we wore helmets. So when my did dad the, didn't wear helmets. So when did you first play youth hockey? Uh, when? Yeah, sixties. Nineteen sixty. Early 60s. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you already had helmets yeah. then, huh? Oh, yeah. Because the NHL, when, I mean, Willie Pat Platt didn't wear one till what, the right. late 70s, he, right. and he, wore, he, he got grandfathered in for right. not wearing one. But you forget that these guys. I think Bill played. Masterton turned things around yes, a little. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. That's yeah. true. He died. At, and uh, even the refs, Andy Von Helmet on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. on helmet. On. Yeah, people thought, it, "Oh, you were ridiculed if you were yeah. playing without a helmet." Right. So when did the 
So the high schools all started playing them by the late '60s, and when War Road was playing Edina, they would have been wearing. Yeah, elements. and I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I bet high school. Well, the tournament started in 1945. Yeah, they didn't have helmets for a long time. I got to think in the 50s, those kids Did were we wearing really? those primitive helmets. My like dad did. International Falls game down I think here, so. the dynasty. You I think can see it in my mind's eye. 57, I think, was when my dad graduated, and they did not have helmets on for no. Winona. And with your dad, that still is reflected, right? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, 100%. Uh, and, but I was just trying to, you know, because the NHL, you know, Reed started off playing right. with them. They, when, did they, when did the North Star start? When, Bill, as you say, probably Bill Masters. Well, you know. 68 or 9. Mm-hmm. When was the All-Star game where Masterton died? Was that 67? It wasn't an All-Star game. It was a regular season game, wasn't it? But it was the All-Star game awarded to the new I'm arena. On it. I'm on it. I think. No, I don't think it was an All-Star game. I'm Maybe maybe I'm wrong. But uh, it was the first season here, though, right? I think 60, he the fall of 67 was the first season here. So the yeah. season of 67, 68 was the first NHL season in Minnesota. Yes. It wasn't until and Bill Masterson's fatal incident in 1968 that NHL players became more open to the idea of using helmets. Yeah. This what, is, what day was it? Was it was January 13th, 1968, yeah. a contest against the Oakland Seals. Oh, so it wasn't so, an All-Star no. game. And they'd only been, so that would have been like their third month here then when they when he uh, died. Yep. Yep. Yeah! Wow. Yep. The first Did, NHL, the first hockey player to regularly wear a helmet was George Owen when he played for the Boston Bruins in 1928 to 29. Can you imagine? I think Jacques Plant was the first goalie to even yes, wear a mask. Yeah, mask. Can you imagine the taunting that uh, Owens received? Hey, you know, you are. You're a fellows. <laughs> yeah, fellows. Are you going to share with? Been. You want to share with the public your solution to the NHL in terms of Ukraine? Yes. Oh boy. I'm taking what I admit is a controversial stance. It is. It is. We should deport all the Russian hockey players. Yep. All everyone who's here on a work visa. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you can apply for citizenship and denounce Putin. Uh, then we can maybe let you stay. All right. But uh, what do we do with Ovechkin, who's Putin's buddy? Oh, he said his. He's on the next jet home, and he's paying for his own ticket. Of course, we're not letting him fly into Russia. He's going to have to. We're going to drop him off in Poland and let him walk across what does he the mean? border. He's, what do you mean he's taking the next jet home? The Rushki. We're ex. We're. Uh, oh, you want him out of here? The, yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. throwing him out of the country. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. If you're not willing to, <laughs> if you're not willing to. Uh, what is the inner? What is the IOC and uh, World Cup soccer and stuff waiting for? Why don't they ban every Russian athlete? Well, what, World, what Cup, World Cup soccer is not banning them. They're FIFA not, is FIFA it, is not kicking them out. They're not having games there. Right. But, they're, they're, right. but have they announced they're not kicking them out? I read that today. Yeah. They have not yet done it. Right. But. Uh, they, they got to kick him out. Don't well, they? Kasparov, it was nice watching you for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did see though that um, Louis C.K. was very vocal on Twitter how he's canceling his shows in the Ukraine. Yeah, thanks, Louis. We yeah. uh, really we appreciate you taking that stance. Sold in more the than Ukraine. the Beatles in Zimbabwe. You, if you wanted to show me something, you'd go to Ukraine. And yeah, do the show. Right. Do the show. I'm putting on a vest, Russia. and I'm yeah, right. Yeah, go over and get a gun. This is unbelievable, Joe. This is one of the most amazing events of our lifetime. Yes, it is. That uh, he just decides I can have that country. They're Nazis. 
How did they become Nazis? Well, he's lying, obviously. I know. He's, he's do, a, doing he's, everything he can to lie. Mm-hmm. He's a moron. He's a bad guy. Yeah, he is. And, uh, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, I don't know what you, what you, you know. What will satisfy is he gonna him keep, is, is he going to keep going when he gets to the Ukraine border? That's when World War II, three starts. Well, you're having he, big uh, missile to attacks Poland? today as we speak. Wait, I'm going to I'm going to put in the uh the ride with Royce Center. Will you please say again what you said about Putin? Uh or just a few moments He's ago. He's a bad guy. Oh, yeah. that's a hot sports <laughs> take. Yeah. Yeah. Hot sports take. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thanks Des. It's uh it's unbelievable. What the well, thing? Putin has hired 400 mercenaries via Africa to fly in. They've been in Ukraine and they they're charged with killing Zelensky. Mm-hmm. Hot shot mercenary fighters. Four hundred of them. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he send his own? He's got to have more mercenaries than that. I have no idea. Where's that story come from? I got it right here. I'll find it for you. Mm-hmm. It's right here. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, then we oh, uh, because if the Russians don't do it, we can blame it on somebody else. Then, right? Okay. According to the London Times, the Kremlin has sent more than four hundred Russian paid mercenaries into Kiev with the mission to assassinate uh, Zelensky. The Wagner Group, a Russian private military company accused of covertly working with the Russian government, flew in mercenaries from Africa to Kiev about two weeks, uh, five weeks ago, the Times of London reported. The assignment is to uh, take care of this guy for high financial bonuses for them. My, um, my uh, cartoon bubble of elite, it's not, coming, it's not guys coming from Africa. Yeah. You know, when you see elite, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking they got trained... Some, uh, they got some of these guys that go into villages and kill everybody because they're the wrong religion okay. and stuff. You know, they, uh, they, they've, they've done a pretty... They got the... You're starting to sway me. Yeah, You're bringing me back. We need Mitch the, Rapp. They got oh, the, my God, yes. Yeah. We need Mitch Rapp. I have a job for him. Mm-hmm. But uh, should he choose to take it? Should he choose mm-hmm. to take it? It's certainly... Uh, I, I think the whole thing lessens my concern about baseball. Right. Know? Yeah. What was the Joe? You know the one story you never got to hmm. was the, uh, the the yacht story. Oh, the uh, there's a Are Ukrainian. Blow Let's there's, blow up his yacht. There's a Ukrainian. Well, I can find it for you. Oh, I thought you had it in, in your pile. I can find it. There's a Ukrainian guy. Is a uh, was the chief engineer on one of these oligarchs' yachts. Mm-hmm. He sunk it. Because he, he sunk it on the guy, his boss. Because okay. he was Russian. His boss was Russian. And okay. an arms dealer. Mm-hmm. And the minute he heard that uh, Russia had attacked Ukraine, he went in the engine room and he started figuring out how to sink it. Okay. <laughs> That's good. I'll, I'll fight it. Keep talking. That's good. You, I have it right here. Ukrainian sailor sinks Russian boss's $7.7 million luxury <laughs> that's, super yacht. That's, a, that's not much of a yacht, though, seven point. It looked nice. Nothing. It looked nice. <laughs> that, you know, that's, I mean. No, it's a nice boat. Is there any way we can get at Putin's billions? That'd be a good thing I mean, to we're do. we're trying to, uh, we probably can't. Uh, I don't know. It's not bad, huh? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it is. It looks more. It looks more. It looks more expensive than seven point seven million. It does. That that looks. That looks a little large for a mere seven point seven million. Lady Anastasia. That's the name of the boat. Yeah. This is what's called. Yes. Is no more. It's more like he didn't. He didn't sink it, but he flooded the engine room, which is going to cause the owner a lot of grief. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did well, you get very far, by the way, on the uh, the Souchere themed tweet from Friday night's Timberwolves game? Uh yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. Had 
23 points in the fourth quarter. He was out of his mind. Why can't he do it every night? And I said, Joe, <laughs> Joe right now has watched the fourth quarter and said, why doesn't he do this every night? You know, I agree with you. Yeah, why We're not every paying night? a guy like $28 million a year. Right. He should do it every night. Right. right. I agree. Boy, did they have, did they, I was out of town. I was driving back. But the stinkeroo they had against oh. uh, Philadelphia, Alan Horton was hysterical. Alan Horton, oh, was he? Alan Horton does their solo play-by-play. Yeah. And he's got no chance to ever work at Bally Sports North. Because he tells he it tells like it, it is. And he went from <laughs> disgusted in the middle of the fourth quarter to hilarious the last six, four or five minutes as he was putting down his squad for this effort. You know, they scored like six straight points, and he said, yeah, they still trail by 28 or something. You know, he was not willing to uh, cut them any slack. And I talked to him about it a, a couple weeks ago. I saw him because I'd heard him ripping them after that game in Sacramento when they— Got outscored thirty-four to eleven or something in the fourth quarter, and he said, "You gotta tell the truth." He said, "So you, know, you gotta." He says, "You can't." You, people just think you're a fool if you're just. And I said, "Yeah, well, you're never gonna work on BSN." A couple of years ago, Joe uh, Allen had filled in for for Patrick uh, mm-hmm. on a day that Patrick had taken off, and Manny, being the NBA uh, savant that he is. Yeah dug up a couple of Horton's calls, mm-hmm. given that Alan was going to work with us that day. And this was an all-time doozy. This was from a couple of years ago because Kevin Love was still on the team when uh, Alan filled in. Down by two, 198, inbound to Love on the left side with one dribble, goes up for the shot. It's blocked by Marion. The ball comes into the arms of Dalibear. The horn sounds and the ball game is over. Rubio off to Love. Oh, that's a foul! That is unbelievable. <laughs> Referees are booed as they go off the floor. Brutal! David Guthrie is right there. He didn't have the guts to call it. Also, Dolan Malloy! And 198, he was sitting right there along the baseline and didn't make the call. Yeah. Any replay you look at shows that that was a foul. Timberwolves fall 198. Now, he isn't that big of a rep. If if, if it was deserved, the other way around, yeah. he would have done the, the same other way thing. Around, yeah. He would have done the same. He'll he'll rip them when they're bad. But do it but, in real time. But oh, the, that's a foul! But the famous one is Ed Malloy. But yeah. also Friday night. Now they got him at the next level, so he's not at the courtside anymore. Oh, he's up on the okay. But Joe, this, they're getting beat by thirty. Yep. And they rev- they have like a five minute review, oh, like God. they have, and he's screaming, "What is going on here? Play? <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Who cares? Who cares? You know, he's just screaming at him, like, come on, let's go.' Hey, I mean, they had oh. two reviews that consumed like eight minutes in the last two minutes of a thirty point game. I meant to ask you this." When was Florida in town to play the Wild? A week ago last a week ago it Friday. It was last week. A week ago Friday. They're good. Why was that on ESPN Plus? It was on ESPN Plus and Hulu. Well, I couldn't watch part it. Part of their new deal. Oh no, man. I'm part not joining this. Part of their new this. deal is ESPN three is just you gotta go online and you gotta order it, right? Yep. You gotta pay for it. They ain't doing that. And then the Hulu, they Hulu is somehow it's in a streaming the, service. Yes. yes. I get it. They're part of the package. I believe they're They're owned in with the NBC with, own them. So, so I couldn't yeah. watch the game. Turner owns it. You could have. If you knew, if you had Hulu. 
but I don't this know if is, we do. This is the you only way. You say it remote? Be, because of this deal, Joe, this is the only way that NHL is going to get highlights in ESPN. It's because of this particular oh. deal. Yeah, and they they have the... They have the deal, and and but once in a while. Now I got Hulu, so when I popped onto Hulu, the top of it said watch the hockey game. Yep. So, but I get, I got every streaming service. I it's costing me more with my streaming services than it cost me with Comcast. I think. Yes. The wife is every time she sees a show she likes, she orders a streaming service. <laughs> I got Paramount. I have no idea why. Mm-hmm. You know, I got several others. For one show that she likes. It's not It's <laughs> right. not worth arguing about. Why were we talking before this show about your hospital visit in Philly? What came, What prompted that? What were we oh, talking going about? going out to... Uh, uh, go. No, I was suggesting that... Well, uh, we were initially talking about the Woods, governor's... Travel, air travel. When you mentioned Woodstock... That's right. Oh, yeah. You mentioned Woodstock, and I was saying, I wish That's I'd right. been there. Right. You know, it was, you know... Well, it, you you took some drugs once. I didn't. I didn't. I did take drugs but in the hospital. In the hospital, yeah. drugs. Yeah. Well, it starts with the highlight. I forgot about that. Yeah, wild because he starts it out with. Now we cut to Patrick, who's in a hospital. Yeah. After gallbladder surgery. <laughs> no, this isn't the one from Philadelphia. No, this is gallbladder. It's labeled Pat's in the hospital. I can't believe what a trooper you are. Let's play hockey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Are you all right? It's gone. The gallbladder. The gallbladder is gone. Did you save some for me? I don't think there's many pieces left, Rook. Are you in the hospital? Yeah, I'm in the, uh, uh, I don't know where. It's here about at 52,000 feet, uh, and you're breathing fine. Are you doing this uh, against doctor's orders? Uh, there's no doctor around here. No, I'm doing good, but uh, I think I'm, I'm out of recovery. I'm just upstairs. Uh, but these drugs are just a wonderful invention. <laughs> <laughs> this is a radio first. This man just had his gallbladder out. Well, Does it hurt it, to laugh? Uh, no, but I tell you what, if you, ever, if you ever want to go to sleep, go see Dr. Lee. <laughs> I said, Dr. Lee said, good night. <laughs> Next thing I knew, I didn't have any gallbladder. <laughs> it's all good. Dr. Lee can put you to sleep, baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Are you does. sitting in a chair? I'm in the bed, kind of propped up here now. Great mental picture. Thing. You don't have to stay on with us. No, I just thought I'd check in with you. I thought it would be a radio first. <laughs> it, is, it is absolutely Radio Hall of Fame material. I can't wait to replay it for is you. The, is the after. DA in the room with you? No, I don't know. She hasn't showed up yet. She <laughs> dropped me off and she got the step dog to worry about. What the hell? She got to worry about me for. <laughs> What did they say she was a Biggest thrill of my life was uh, coming here today, and there's a SUV coming about 400 miles an hour, and she's going to make a little right-hand turn right in front of me. So I, my last act was the bellow out, stop! <laughs> and she was very offended. It almost <laughs> sounds as though you've had a bout of dental work. <laughs> 
I I don't know uh, what it sounds like, but the, uh, <laughs> the nurse just came in to uh, oh, oh, yeah. make sure my, my blood pressure's uh, you know all the time low, baby. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? That's the way you should tell the nurse. Is that one, an all-time low, baby? One twenty-three and over sixty-eight or something. Pretty soon it's gonna be zero. Is that good or bad? <laughs> well, zero would be good. Not good. <laughs> zero would oh. be good. Yeah. Hell of a hockey game Ruck took his daughter to last night. Yeah, could you describe some of it from last God, night? I'm having pains. <laughs> I'm getting pains listening to you. Uh, you know what's going to happen? out a little goofy. Yeah, you know what's going to happen? <laughs> when these drugs wear off, you might be in pain. I have right now. They keep asking me what's the pain, and I say about two on a scale of ten. That's <laughs> nothing. No. Of course, no. you're loaded with heroin. Right. But, uh, I don't know what it is, but I told you I ended up in the emergency room Sunday morning in Philly, didn't I? No. Oh, yeah. What happened? Uh, I had a gallbladder attack. Thomas Jefferson Memorial University Hospital. First guy to ever actually pay. <laughs> Me and every homeless guy in Philly. How did you know you were having an attack? You just had pains? Well, because I was keeled over and back pain and, and every other pain. So anyway, this is a cakewalk compared to that. Joe. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, cause that was of an eight, and this is a two. So yeah. those days are over. But it was, I did get to hear about the guy next to me. Uh, <laughs> Penis uh, there. And, uh, and, Here we go. And Philly, and that was, I could have done without that. Uh, I could have done uh, without you've, that. You've gotten us this far. Uh, what was wrong with it? Uh, fluids that nobody preferred to look at. Well, yeah. when, when do you prefer to anyway? <laughs> he claimed he didn't have sex in seven years, so the doc was trying to figure out where all this came from. But, a little uh, build-up, maybe. Yeah, I guess it could have been, but uh, I don't know. That was, that was the low light of my trip I to Philly, so. that's for sure. Well, let me ask you something. Yeah. What did they do for you at the hospital in Philly? Drugs, baby. Oh, drugs. Laden, <laughs> you ever hear that? No. Oh, man. You'd never go to work again. <laughs> now, back to the other guy. Actually, um, <laughs> <laughs> my young lady is in here. She wants to take my vital, so I better go here. Yeah, okay. Just thought I'd check in. Well, yeah. very nice of you. And, Don, do you get to go home tonight, do you think? I hope so. Okay. Goodbye. I hope so. <laughs> oh, God, I forgot to work there. Those that was one, the one call. Now, the... That wasn't Monday that I had surgery. I wonder how come I hadn't told you guys about the guy in Philly earlier. I don't so know. Maybe that was, wasn't that when you called in daily? Yes. To GL? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't know why I hadn't. I guess maybe maybe I needed drugs to remember that. Why were you in Philly? Remind me. Uh, NFC playoff game of Carolina and Philadelphia. Okay. That was, a, that was a bad, uh, that was when uh, Donovan McNabb lost to the Carolinas. And That's that was, right. Uh, that and was they went third to... straight loss to, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, boys, Putin's propaganda chief has just threatened the West with 500 nukes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Why would, what, what's he want us to do? Even his generals are stunned after this alert. Mm-hmm. Well, what? Uh, Bend over what, and what kiss your they... ass goodbye. But what is he? Uh, what is he? We're not fighting him in Ukraine. He's mad about the uh, economic sanctions, or what? Uh, his name is uh, what the hell's his name? 
He's a TV host. Dmitry Kislyov told viewers across Russia's 11 time zones that the West would be blown to smithereens with more than 500 nuclear warheads if it continued to threaten Moscow. What are, have we threatened Moscow? Mm-hmm. Sanctions. I, no, we have not. I no, don't believe so. Sanctions. So, uh, yeah, well. So is know. it safe to say the first round of negotiations didn't go very well? Mm-hmm. And he says this will guarantee the destruction of the USA and all other NATO countries. Our subs can shoot more than 500 nuclear warheads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the other day I was, two days ago I was looking through the old TCM movies that uh, you could look through and see what's available. Yeah. And Dr. Strangelove was there, and I almost, I usually, when I run across it, I watch some of it, but I thought, might be a documentary in this not case. Not today. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not watching it right now. That might be a documentary. Well, the, the only thing that really frightens you is that the guy's nuts if he's crazy. We don't know. If Putin's crazy. Yeah, he's acting he like does, he is. If he does not mind going down in history as Hitler, you know. Mm-hmm. If he does not, I mean, if that's what he's... You now know. you got a Ukrainian ambassador calling for Putin to kill himself like Hitler did in his bunker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't know. Okay. So, I mean, you, you keep... Russia keep, thrown keep, out of Soccer World Cup. Okay. That just happened. Okay, good. Yeah. Kiev is uh, going to fall here pretty soon, and then we'll see what happens. Probably, right? What uh, was chicken Kiev, Rook? Oh, it's delicious. Oh, it is. You got a little uh, butter and cheesy it's... stuff in the middle, and uh, it's great. <laughs> right. oh, no, it's pounded out chicken breast, yeah, mm-hmm. and then you mold it. But that's right. You have the uh, the butter inside there, I don't the do garlic. Butter. I don't do butter. Oh, it's really oh, that's yeah. hey. You get a good one. It's fantastic. I, I told you, Mr. Pekarnas. Hey, you, Reavers. Yes, sir. Sorry. Pekarnas, Chicken Kiev. Ooh, really? Out of this world. Where's it's frozen. It's frozen. It's in it's my not, new hometown of Jordan, that's Minnesota. His, uh, that's what he can. He going to get you. Uh, your Christmas present is going to be summer sausage from Pekarnas. Boy, now I want summer sausage. From I want Chicken Kiev, man. Oh. Chicken Kiev, outstanding. Is Picarna's a, a meat market? Meat market in Jordan. And when I lived in Prior Lake, we make visits every two weeks. <laughs> really? Yes. It's that I, good. In fact, Pat and I did a show uh, the day that the state amateur baseball tournament <laughs> yes. opened. And so I'm sitting in the Jordan Minimat press box with Judd, and here comes Pat, and he slops down 60 pounds of summer sausage. <laughs> Is it real spicy? Oh, it's just fantastic. Is it real spicy? No, um, you can get it spicy, but the regular regular summer sausage is outstanding. The the highlight of the Jordan (laughs) baseball tournament was pork burgers from from Picarnas. You could get a pork burger that was... But on the way home, I pounded on the back door... Because they close at 2 on Saturday, but I pounded on the back door and bought a supply. Yeah, because that was for the road trip home. Mm-hmm. So He has no anyway, idea what I just showed I, No, that's okay. I don't that's think okay. He we'll explain it to him once we're done recording. No, no, we'll do it off the air. Yeah, okay. we'll do that All off right. the air. Anyway. <laughs> now I'm hungry. Oh, I bet. I, yeah, but I, I recommend it highly. By far the best meat market in the metropolitan area. That okay. if I've, not, I've not enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to try the chicken Kiev. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chicken Kiev. Let's Sorry, you're, you're placing an order for me to go get yes. it then for you. Okay, yes. sounds My good. guy Highland, Frankie Highland, yep. uh, who I worked with in the St. Cloud Times, the late great Frankie Highland, liked his whiskey. and uh, But he worked at the Atlanta <laughs> Journal for years. I knew Frankie. But about every two years he'd call me up and said, send me... 
a uh, one of those horse penises from uh, from from, from He probably didn't phrase it. He probably didn't phrase no, it like that. He might have had okay, a, little, a little different. Had a little different term got for it, the for the penis part. But he said, "Send me one so I'd mail him a summer sausage from Picardus." You know, get there in about four days, and it was still great. Wouldn't you, you know? have to? Box yeah, it up in ice. Box, put it in. No, no, no those don't summer need ice for summer sausage. You're good. You can leave Room that temperature. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm learning yeah. a lot today. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you know, yeah, right. That's right. That's yep. right. Here we go. Yeah. It's, uh, and you've already trained the Reavers boys oh, God. to like it already. I bought better. two pounds the first week. Two pounds? Get a horse penis. Well, I bought two pounds <laughs> the first week that we, we that we moved in, the first weekend that we had yeah. been fully moved in, and it was all gone by Monday. Yeah. How far are you from this place? Uh, maybe two miles. Mm. Well, that's nothing. No, it's downtown nothing. Downtown Jordan. Yep. But it's... Uh, you you gotta pick your hours because sometimes like on Friday if you go there on a Friday, Friday afternoon, night, pack yeah, a lunch because yeah, you're gonna yeah. be there for a while. Mm-hmm. But it's called what? Pacarnas. Pacarna. Yeah, but mm-hmm. and you gotta say there's a there's dozens of these places in little Minnesota towns. Uh, the you know like Nicollet, Minnesota, little town outside. Of I know where Nicollet is. Yeah, they got two of them. Really, Schmitz and the other ones, and it's like. Yep. Where do you get your meat, Schmitz? Or the I can't remember the other. Was the and you're loyal to one two. of the yeah, brands. Yeah, you don't you don't violate. You don't go across the, the street. The town's got like 500 people in it. <laughs> right. Two meat markets. That, uh, I don't know. Well, the I, meat growing up, the the best one for me was the Nearstrand Meat Market outside of Faribault. That was oh, a yeah, great a, meat market. Good, yeah, there's uh, the old time. Well, the, how about the, those baseball talks? Yeah. <laughs> uh, are they gonna happen? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I know, but hey, if you if they don't play baseball, you can go to Jordan. Yep. Watch a ball. Go game, watch a town ball game. Buy baby. yourself a sausage and uh, have a good time. Will they heat it up for you? Why would you want? Why to? would you want summer sausage heated? Well, I'm up? thinking of like a brat or something. Well, oh God, they got brats. Yes, they got great brats. Probably the best brats of anywhere in the in the metro area. They don't, you know, they don't do a lot of goofy, different flavors. They just kind of give you the brat. It was just you know, to, just to just to show you, by the way, how 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 much baseball kind of has fallen off. I saw your guy Lavelle is going on MLB Network today. Really? Not to do discuss I... labor negotiations. Or do you know why he's going on? Food review. Who is on the Twins Mount Rushmore? Oh, that's the Mount the... Rushmore. <laughs> I saw what that? is this? Uh, the Mount Rushmore is the top four and everything, and. Twenty years ago, some <laughs> I knew he'd go on a some, time. Somebody jackass, yeah, <laughs> decided to call it a mar- now. Everybody, when they don't know what to do, right on ESPN or one of these talk shows, let's have a Mount Rushmore. Who is your Mount Rushmore on Loon Soccer? Or there something. we go. We got a Mount Rushmore. Need four. So it'd be Killabrew. Yeah. Killabrew be Puckett. on the Mount Rushmore. Crew, Puckett, we got three of them. And, uh, it's got to be Tony. Camila Pasquale. No, it's got to be Tony. It's got to be a hitter? That's, that's well, your, no, I think some had suggested the fourth spot would be between Tony and Maurer, but it's got to be Tony. No, Tony and Maurer, no, no comparison. I love Joe Maurer, but Tony wasn't anti-home run. Tony would hit one once in a while if he... Well, if Gil called it, he definitely would side with Tony O and not Maurer. (laughs) What about the bar guy? Yeah, he's still ripping Joe for not hitting any home runs, even though he retired three years ago. That'll be interesting when he hits the ballot. Because that'll be in, what, two years? Yeah. 
I'm guessing he'll get votes. I'm guessing thirty some percent, and maybe he'll hang around and get there eventually. So he, the newer generation probably has a kinder view of him than uh, well. Plus the the, uh, the bar is going to be lowered now for a lot of things, right? With pitcher wins I and mean, all if, sorts if of things. If he caught for four more years, it'd be a slam dunk. But uh, you know the fact that he moved to first. What's wins above better. replacement? Patrick, mean. take it away. <laughs> I read that about it in the means, Wall Street Journal, and they never explain what it means. Wins, it means if you take an average player mm-hmm. and put him in your lineup in a 162-game season, how many games does this guy, this good player, play above? How many wins is he worth? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's very subjective, and it's nonsensical. And I've never used it once in a column. I would never hope and, to. Uh, I am tweeting it, that face yes, right now, Joe. But it's uh, <laughs> yes, it's it's a make believe thing. But we have, but you know what? It has proved hmm. wins above replacement proves that Willie Mays was a good player. Hmm. Henry Aaron was a good. See, and player. I didn't know that. We never knew that. I did not know we that. We never knew that until we had wins above replacement. <laughs> Here he goes. We're not on TV, right? Whaps. No, no, We're no, not no, on no. TV. No. no. Yeah. Show me. <laughs> right here. Lifting. <laughs> He's lifting that horse. <laughs> We're not on TV. Oh. So. He's lifting that little mini yes. horse. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Shut up. Little one of these. The one you have on the mantle. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. He goes into Christmas stockings yes. with uh, other stuff like that. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. We, uh, we we teetered on the brink of bad taste today, but I don't think I don't we think fell so. over. No, no, no that's right. Well, you might have come close. Hey, Vladimir, good luck. I hope you die this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That's a good way to wrap it All up. Right. All right. Bye. Thank you. See ya. EcoFun has e-bikes in stock. And why is that important? Because every other bike retailer is out of stock and will not be getting new e-bikes until December or January. You can't even get one for Christmas from them. The weather is warming up, so if you are in the market for an e-bike scooter or ATV, go to EcoFun right now. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Talk with Tim Bloom. The owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, Tim and his family will help you select the e-bike that is right for you, and they will deliver it to your front door in the metro area. Right now, EcoFun has Bentelli e-bikes and Yamaha motor assist bikes in stock. EcoFun also carries the full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a wide variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com and tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Racy sent you. It's Reavers here for Josh Arnold. Mr. Money Talk is what he's called around these parts. Josh has been an investment consultant since 1978. This extensive career has given him the experience needed to manage your money in both up and down markets. Josh provides independent, personalized investment planning to individuals and small businesses, including retirement plans. Josh has been doing this for quite some time, and the thing that separates him from the rest is he will always give you straight talk and never sugar-coated advice. When you invest for yourself or for your small business with Josh, you get the same straight talk 
Talk that you would expect from Mr. Money Talk. You also get an investment consultant who will work proactively with you to create a strategy that fits your goals. You can also hear him at the end of Garage Logic every Tuesday and Thursday with a full report. Give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. Or for more information, just visit his website, joshinnoldinvestmentconsultant.com.